BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Let us acknowledge a space that we are in. We have made it to the latter half of the week, everyone. Congratulate yourself. Clap your hand. Give yourselves a round of applause. Pat yourself on the back. We motherfucking did it. Latter half of the week vibes. And we're in studio tomorrow, but I feel as though some of you might have a summer Friday for yourselves, a long weekend for yourselves. And so acknowledge that space this could be your last day of work for the week and we're so proud of you for coming this far and it feels so good to be over the hump especially on a week that never has it never ends speaking of long weekends i do feel like now would be a good time to let everyone know like i'm not gonna be in studio on monday i have a wedding i just needed to warn everyone like these next like four or five months while the weather's nice in new york all the weddings that were postponed from COVID are gonna be in the next four months. And for me, most of them are Jewish weddings, which are on Sunday nights and if they're like away. So I have a Sunday night wedding in the Hamptons, so we are not gonna do a show Monday. I just thought I would let everyone know now. I'm really sorry. But the good news is, is that yesterday we recorded a podcast general Q&A, which everyone loves. It's been about six months since we did one. We took all of your questions from the Toast After Dark Facebook group and we'll be releasing that episode on Monday. So if you're a Patreon member, you will have content. Don't you worry about a thing. And if you're not a Patreon member, you can become one at patreon.com slash Toast. It's such an important fact. You know, it's like, it's never too late to become a Patreon member. Ever. ever, Because you also get access to old episodes unless they've been taken down for copyright reasons, in which case you should just join now so you never miss an episode. Yeah, that's a Yes to the Dress episode. will forever live as like a iconic episode a lesson that only people who were patreon members at the time got to see it was a lesson i think snatchler learn your lesson don't miss patreon episodes speaking of snatchler i filmed one with her a vlog last night that is just like so cute and funny and good Knowles and bruce are in it and that'll be up soon what's the concept the concept is we're getting snitch ready for her date me and bruce came over to style her for her date and she didn't really need you'll i don't want to spoil it yeah but um it was really good and she I don't want to spoil how she looked, but it was good. So I went to the movies last night for the first time since before COVID. And I have to say, it was such an unpleasant experience. First of all, I went to see A Quiet Place 2. Because you know how I saw A Quiet Place 1. Right. Do you need me to remind everyone? I'll I'll set the scene. Okay. 30,000 feet up, sitting next to her friend Abe. He's watching, she's not. She looks over his shoulder, winds up watching the whole movie. Didn't need headphones because it's a silent film. And if there is communication, it's through um, sign language and there were subtitles. <laughs> so me and Abe saw it again last time. We wanted to see it together. I wanted to book a theater, completely booked, not one single seat. I was like, great, the movie theater has bounced back. Then I went to another theater closer to my house, so I was happy. We were the only people in the theater. And then it was one of those huge theaters, so like 75 seats, just me and Abe. And then right before the movie started, some man came in by himself and sat in the back row alone. So, of course, like, I'm just, like, freaking out. Like, it's just, like, a scary setup. Um, and it's a scary movie. And the theater that we were in was empty, but the whole institution was empty, too. And there was, like, construction. So it was just, like, a really creepy place to see a creepy movie. And, like, every time I went to the bathroom, I, like, thought there was going to be a monster, like, in the toilet, like, going to grab my coochie. So I ran. And here are my thoughts on the film. I think that the premise of A Quiet Place is such a good idea that, like, it couldn't be a bad movie. And it was not bad in any way, shape, or form. But it was not good, you know? First of all, and I'm happy about it because, you know, I hate long movies. But when it ended, I'm like, I was fully prepared for, like, a full other hour. I'm like, this ending is not it. Like, get everyone back together. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, And I was just like, meh, meh, meh. They opened the movie. It's a prequel 
before the world turned and you know, they were just like a normal family oh, going to prequel because i was gonna say that means quiet place one ended badly if there was quiet place two right and like it didn't they ended this okay i don't want to whatever so the prequel lasted five minutes i thought they oh. were gonna keep going back to the prequel i liked the prequel but there was no nothing more than i was like i don't even understand and so basically they showed us the prequel so we could learn one thing that comes back towards the end of the movie and it's supposed to be like this iconic moment like remember what you learned in the prequel and it was like not that brilliant like sorry oh yeah sorry it was fine like it was nice to go to the movies and be with abe and like you know be back in the I'm happy for you. I yeah. just have no I know. I, I know you can't no talk about movie theaters. on movie theaters and the experience the way you feel about One Tree Hill is the way I feel about movie theaters. I Girl, probably will never go to a movie theater again in my life. I'll, I'll never bring it up again. No, no, no. I'm happy for you. You know, these things happen. Especially to us. 100%. So I'm happy for you that you had a good experience, sort of. No, really. I, I would say the experience was maybe a three out of five You stars. had an experience, which is exciting. Huge. But then, like, I watched a scary movie and got home and Ben was out to dinner and I was, like, freaked out, like, in my apartment all alone. Thank God Theo was there to protect me. Oh, he's such a protective guard dog. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I have no desire to see that movie. Didn't see one. Um, Not- one was very good, actually. Yeah. And now, like, movies are always on demand. So I have... So you never have to go to a theater again. <laughs> Phew. Phew. Um, well, today's show was great because we didn't do Dear Toasters yesterday because we had just done it. But we wanted to get in our weekly regular Dear Toasters without our celebrity friends like Chelsea Handler. So today we're going to do Dear Toasters. We're going to recap Real Housewives of Beverly yes. Hills. We've got the Fast Five. Yes, we have a lot. I'm really excited to talk about the Fast Five. There are some really good stories in there that I'm really excited to get your opinion on. Other than that, it was a quiet day for me, a quiet place for me. Mm-hmm. And of course, per usual, I can't remember what I did. That's... Oh, I hung out with Snatchler. Oh, a day well spent is a day with a Snatchler. Yeah. So that was highlight of my day. You should have seen Knowles and Bruce. They were, you don't understand, when they hang out, they play hard the entire time. I think I was over there for an hour. They don't stop. They were so wiped out. Bruno's tongue was falling out of his mouth. He has the biggest tongue ever, apparently. Yeah, he does. I need to show you this picture. His oh, tongue, yeah. His tongue looks like, like a human long tongue. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Okay, don't be like that um, mm. Duggar girl. Oh! <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, fine. <laughs> I want to embrace my inner Jill Duggar today. Okay. No promises about tomorrow, though. Oh, you know, anything can happen on a Friday. Friday, Friday. Um, so if that's all, I really don't have much else life updates to share with you. Me neither. I'm just trying to get through the week, you Me know? too. But I do have a few things. As always, I did make quite a few mistakes on yesterday's show, and I just want to issue some corrections. Okay. And I wanted to share that I watched the fight of <gasps> oh, Trisha and Ethan. Yeah. I watched the... First of all, I turned on the episode and I watched like maybe a minute in the beginning which I'm glad that I did because she came in there with an attitude and I don't know if she's always like that but like they oh oh I'm sorry it's okay they came in there with an attitude I don't know if they're always like that they had a bone to pick and I mean interesting I I didn't watch the beginning of the episode just even one minute I don't know if they're always like maybe they are always like that and Ethan just puts up with it because she's they're talented no I think that you're like I think and I read a lot of the comments like Trisha said that they were having a bad day. Like, and I think that was understood. So I do believe the result at the end of the episode after sitting there for two hours is because Trisha had a bad day and was just like in a mood, which is understandable, happens to the best of us. Got it. And so... Did you watch the actual fight? Of course. Okay. And it made me so uncomfortable. I know. And it's like, we don't even fight on this show, but sometimes like we pretend to fight like about dumb stuff, like one hit wonder. And I don't even want to do that anymore. No, I Because know. it's like, I don't want to... Ha- have one whiff. They were fighting about really serious I shit. I don't want to have one whiff of what that was. It was so painful. <laughs> and Ethan, well, the issue I just wanted to make a correction on was I said that Moses worked at H3, who is Trisha's fiance. He doesn't. He just goes there to support. I thought he did. It's not like a, it, it doesn't change anything. That but doesn't change anything for me. It wasn't Jermaine. No, it was not Jermaine whatsoever. But Ethan did a podcast by himself on the H3 podcast yesterday, just kind of explaining um, how he's been completely transparent with Trisha the entire time about what the 5% goes to. Like, so I'm not worried about the 5%. Me neither. H3 production literally pays for the set, pays for the equipment, uh, all the graphic design, gets and the episodes uploaded. The way, and they're the ad sales. They're the one who reach out to brands to get sponsors for the show. And so if there's a little leftover from the 5%, it doesn't go exactly to everyone. And so they put it in the H3 bank. That seems fine. It's how business is done. So like basically Ethan did a whole episode like explaining why 
He's been, every month he sends Trisha like a full Excel spreadsheet of like the expenses. He couldn't be more transparent. So like it's even more hurtful that like that's what this fight is about when like he literally went out of his way from the very beginning to like make sure Trisha knew like exactly was, what was going on with the money. Yeah, she, the, Trisha was just being very condescending towards Ethan like his ideas are bad and then also manipulating him into telling him that he was gaslighting yeah. them and I just, it made me really uncomfortable. It made me feel really sad. And it's clear that Ethan was just down to put up with it. Yeah. And wasn't going to make it a big deal. And, and then Trisha m just kept going with it. No, I and, know. And I understand that's probably part of their dynamic and a lot of what Trisha brings to the table. And so I can appreciate that that is Trisha's personality. But it seemed to be taken too far. I agree. And it's, um, it's sad for the fans. And the other correction I wanted to make is I kept, we did obviously a whole segment on Jack Black from School of Rock, and I said his name was Ed Schneebly, but it's Ned Schneebly, so I'm sorry. Ned Schneebly. Ned, not Ed. And not Schneebly. Well, that's actually a direct quote from the movie, Schneebly. Okay, but Ned. Sh no, it's Schneebly, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to issue another correction tomorrow. I just did. It's Ned Schneebly. Okay. I'm sorry. That's my official and final decree. Okay, thank you for that. We love a correction. And I don't make corrections every day because if I did, like, it we'd have to have a new segment, Claudia's Corrections. No, like, just our corrections, period. Yeah. We probably should add that segment. That'd be really funny. That actually would be funny. But then, like, I feel like it opens up the floor for people to DM us, like, you got this wrong. Like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, we're not mind. doing that. Never mind. We're not segment, doing idea scrapped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, without further ado, do, 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 where yeah. are you? Yeah, right here, right. being perfect, over the hump. He's so happy. He doesn't have to hump his mom anymore. <laughs> It is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And I would be absolutely remiss, absolutely devastated, and borderline heartbroken if I didn't let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by SolaWave. We started using their advanced skincare wand a few weeks ago, and we can't imagine our lives without it. We've noticed a huge difference in the texture, brightness, and radiance of our skin. I've actually gotten a lot of comments, like not to make this about me, on our YouTube about like my skin recently. And I'm telling you, like I've really changed things up in the last two weeks using SolaWave, and I just, I just thought you guys should know. I love the SolarWave. I use the handheld red light therapy, which I think red light therapy is so good for your face, but usually you have to be in a facial to get it, or you have to have one of those full-on masks. Masks, yeah. And this one is like a little handheld, five minutes of your day when your skin is clean and hydrated, and it just zaps that skin. What we love about the SolarWave wand is that it combines four different skincare technologies, red light therapy and microcurrent, which are backed by decades of science, so you know it's not a gimmick. You can rest assured that you are using, what you're using on your face has been tried, tested, approved by tens of thousands of happy customers ourselves included the wand is super lightweight portable so you can literally just throw it in your purse or your carry-on when you travel anywhere it feels amazing on your skin with a luxurious facial massage that leaves us with an instant glow mm -hmm. get your skin summer ready and use our special code at checkout to get $30 off for a limited time only they also offer a 30-day risk-free trial and free expedited shipping so go to mysolawave.com that's m-y-s-o-l-a-w-a-v-e.com and enter the promo code toast for $30 off only for a limited time. Check it out. I love that product very, very much. Yes, truly. Too. Okay, first story, big news of the day. Lil John, Titus Burgess, Lance Bass, and as we know, David Spade will replace Chris Harrison on Bachelor in Paradise. Wow, I literally never get news for the first time on this show. I guess like I was at the movies and like I was just busy. Yeah. But I didn't hear. Say it again. Chris Harrison is being replaced by a slew of celebrities on Bachelor in Paradise this summer. Lil John. Why? David Spade. Why? Titus Burgess. Love. Lance Bass. And more woof. variety has learned. Woof, woof, woof. This is like, first of all, my worst nightmare because not only are we not getting like a stable figure like we had hoped, we're also getting like some of the thirstiest celebrities. Like, love his work, but Lance Bass, Lance Bass is like a grown-up Frankie Grande. Mm -hmm. And it's just like thirst oozing out. And this is like a particularly thirsty move. They couldn't even get like A-listers. No. Titus Burgess, I'm not going to lie, is a great choice. I know, but it's like the bigger the star that's in this mix, it's like, so why isn't it just this person? Yeah. This I honestly makes no fucking sense. I hate this idea. Me too. The celebs will serve as rotating hosts through the summer season, which just went into production in Mexico, Mexico this week, which is oh. an interesting fact. So I think there will be other people too who are joining in. I am not here for this. I, know, I think that a lot of people are. Oh, really? Just, yeah, or maybe people just like try to be positive about news that they hear. Can't relate. <laughs> Can't relate. I'm not here for this. We want, we want you to make a choice. We, and not only that, but like, what is this, Jeopardy? No, and <laughs> Jeopardy gets A-listers. Yeah. I love Titus Burgess. Like, I'm a big, big fan of his work. He is not A-list. 
No one on that list is maybe David Spade. What? No, 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 no. Maybe, no, no, I take it back, I take it back. None of them. So like, I just don't understand why not only are we getting a rotation of people, a rotation of, sorry, people with a little bit of like a loser-y background. I agree. I don't think it bodes well. I'm still going to be watching because I think Bachelor in Paradise is a very good show. Me too. But I'm not pleased. No, me neither. And I'm actually really surprised because this, you would, you would think that the franchise would be doing all that it could to salvage, salvage the ratings. They're so down. We reported on that earlier this week. The ratings are down. There's so many scandals in the press. Like, you would think they'd be doing all that they can. Like, they would just pay, like, fucking, you know, Kim Kardashian to do it just to breathe some life into the I franchise. think this is them doing that. Of, of the people who are willing to do it, they think they got all these, like, big names to host Bachelor in Paradise. Honestly, like, the Bachelor franchise is, like, a fixture in American culture. Like, they could get way bigger celebrities if they wanted to. Like, I don't feel like this is on par. And think of the celebrities who watch The Bachelor. Charlize Theron taking a picture with a billboard of Peter Weber, like, so excited for the new season. Like, meh, Gigi Hadid! She dated Tyler C. Like, so many celebrities watch Bachelor. Kim Kardashian had a Hannah Ann cake. Yeah. This is what we get? I, I just don't know. think it's good enough. No, it's not. Almost seems like self-sabotage. Yeah, I agree. It's a really terrible idea. Agreed. Sorry to rain on your parade if you thought this was a good idea. <laughs> okay, next story. Such crazy new romance news. Kanye West and Irina Shayk oh, yeah. return to the U.S. together after a romantic French, French trip. Okay, so we shared the rumors that they were dating. But yes. now there's photos. They were in France for his birthday. Now they're back in the U.S. And I think that this is, like... It's real, you guys. It's happening. Yeah, oh, 100%. It's happening. They're paparazzi pics. Like, it's real. Yeah, unless, like, their business partners, just like I said about J-Lo and, A and Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Um, Affleck. 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 Ben Affleck. How did nobody ever put that together? Ben Affleck. <laughs> I love that. That's good. Blood. Blood. <laughs> Okay, um, so they're spotted together. They were spotted together. Maybe they're working on like a new no, French Jackie, wine. They're dating. <laughs> yeah, they're dating. They took a business trip on his birthday. Like, no, he never stops working. No, they're dating, and we need to kind of acknowledge the space that we're in. Like, the two of them are moving forward. I do feel like Kim is probably dating, but for some reason, like, she's actually become more private than Kanye. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. I'm like annoyed. That, like, he got it first, you know? Like, I'm Team Kim, like, so staunchly. So, like, I wanted her, like, to win, but it's fine. I think she won. I think, she, like, I think she won. And I'm actually really happy for Kanye. Like, I'm happy he has something. I'm happy he has some love. And just the way that I feel like it went down, he would have stayed married. Well, of course, because he was the one who got to do whatever he wanted, like, flying around, living in different states while, like, literally and they had I four kids in Kim school. Is, Kim is probably in a relationship, too. I think she's definitely dating under the radar, like, 100%. But um, I just think it's important that I go on record that I, like, don't ship this. Like, I'm happy for them individually. And I think it's important that I go on record and say that I do ship this and that mm -hmm. I'm really happy for him. And this seems like a couple of fabulous people. And, you know, it's really hard. It's going to be hard for Kim, too, to to top Kanye and it's gonna be hard for Kanye to top, top Kim. Kim and I think that Irina he hasn't topped Kim but he's done pretty well for he's himself done, yeah this is a really a really nice choice yeah I'm dying to know who the next like couple people that Kim is gonna date or at least people she's been spotted with she's been linked to Van Jones from CNN even though they said it was true not true I actually could see them like going on a date having a good intellectual conversation but maybe nothing more no chemistry maybe but they were also working together so I don't think they would need to go on a date to find that out that's so true. they're either like totally in love or, or they're just working together or but you try it you know like he asked her out like she's single you know why not you think he asked her out 100 percent. i mean if you were working yeah, with kim kardashian wouldn't shot. you yeah shoot your shot who else was she linked to oh very briefly she was linked to maluma she was yeah when she went to miami for the opening of that like whatever restaurant they were both there um oh i love and there was that. like one report from a source not verified at all but i actually thought that was a really good match agreed yeah um, as far as I know, those are the only two people she's been, like, publicly... Linked to. And with, with no proof for okay. either of them. Okay, cool. I had, that's so ex an exciting prospect. Anyways, I have a ship, and I'm just excited. All aboard. You can come on mine if you want to party for a day, and then you can, you can yeah, get Yeah, no, off. I'm not building a ship by any means, nor am I boarding any, but I'm, I'm on the dock happy for everyone 
involved. I'm trying to stay positive about everything between the two of them because it's too sad for me otherwise. I know. You know what? I really respect that. Thank you. Speaking of Kardashians, our next story, Kim Kardashian posted a sneak peek at the explosive Keeping Up with the Kardashians reunion yes. trailer with If you Andy haven't seen Cohen. it, it's on our Instagram. You guys, I think I was sort of down on this reunion idea just because... You were. Yeah, I was, right? Yeah. Because, I don't know, it just seemed like probably we weren't going to get what we wanted and we'd just be like fluff and all the other like source of specials that they do, like Kim's birthday where we just watch all old Clips. footage. No one wants to be there. But this looks like what we needed it to be. It looks like an Angie Cohen production. Like he really went, they, they kind of used the trailer to show what topics were discussed from top to bottom. And we got Tristan cheating. We got Caitlyn and Chris, you know, after the transition, the Vanity Fair article, all the drama. We've got, it looks what appears to be a Chris Humphreys moment. Yes. Um, we've got a Travis Barker mention. We and Scott. Scott. We've got, I think that was a, uh, that was it from the trailer, at least. Yeah, no, and, and I'm sure there's so much more. So the way that it's set up, and it really feels like a Housewives reunion, but it's Andy in the middle, two couches, and the couches go on the left, Kim sitting next to Andy, of course, mm -hmm. Courtney next to Kim, Kendall next to Courtney. I think that makes sense. Kim I would, I kind of would see Kim and Chloe on the same couch, because I feel like Kim and Courtney, I mean, if they go, go through the it. fights, like, you know... Yeah, I mean, but it's the same thing because, yeah, actually, no, you're right. And then on the other side, we have Chris, Chloe, Kylie. I'm so happy to see Kendall and Kylie there. Me too, because, like, when, before the trailer, like, officially started and they showed the set, basically the set is, like, comprised of all these images of all the different spinoffs and shows they had, and the, there was Life of Kylie in there. And I totally forgot about that show. I gotta yeah. go back and watch that. Yeah, no, that was so good. Yeah, I mean, I really don't feel like, Kendall's really gonna have much to offer except from the perspective of growing up on the show and like not knowing life without it like being like eight when the show started yeah, that's always what she talks about like even when Chloe did the interview for the time capsule which was like yeah. so Zoe 101 but turned out to be really cute and she talks about like growing up on the show but that's not like what that's we're like talking about that's the only now. thing she has to offer yeah. I guess they they could discuss the Pe Pepsi scandal yeah that was like Kendall's thing yeah because they really don't and even I feel like Kendall tried to contribute more to the show. She had anxiety traveling to London and, with Jen. And I guess like everyone said no thanks. Yeah, no, thank you so much for participating, but no thank you. I'm so excited. When the they finale is stunning. It's tonight. It's tonight. Yeah. And so this is next week. Yeah. So How excited. long does it say it is? I need like two hours. I need two years. I know. Because it really seems like they agreed to this kind of no holds bar, talk about anything. Chris was very nervous. At least that's how they made it seem. Now, I don't know if they had some sort of agreement, like we'll talk about this, but not this. But it seems like they're really just kind of letting it all out. I'm and sure I'm they, so thrilled. I'm sure they have some sort of agreement. I'm sure there are still going to be things that he doesn't pry too much in exchange for other things. Yeah. it's. I'm certainly going to tune in. I think it'll be great. I think it'll really be like a... Like a benchmark moment in pop culture. I'm really excited. I take back what I said. I was wrong. Well, it hasn't premiered yet, but I'm pretty sure I was wrong. Wow. And what about Olivia Rodrigo being a one-hit wonder? I don't think that she will be, but it's still too, too, too soon to call. Set an alarm on your phone for three years from now. We can call in three years, okay? Will do. Are you ready for our next story? It's a little boring news. Mm -mm. The Boring Company? Yes. Oh, okay. Elon Musk's boring loop is finally transporting passengers in Las Vegas. Okay. I saw a TikTok of the whole experience. The experience looks so cool. We saw Kylie do it. And now passengers can use the loop. It like transports you through Vegas. It's like 1.3 mile loop. And you're just escaping the traffic, which is it's why. It's 1.3 miles. Yeah. Because like, um, I'm not sure where it takes you, but it's for people. Right now, you can only do it if you are going to a convention at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Right, because it's like underground and there's like a whole station underground the convention center. I watched a TikTok because when I watched Kylie's story, it looked like there's a, however many, how many miles is it from Vegas to LA? Like 300? A lot of miles. I thought it was like, like a 300 mile yeah, tunnel. I thought and they I'm like, were that going sounds like a tunnel to around the world. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds claustrophobic center, like an MRI <laughs> torture chamber. But it's not like that. The the loop, sorry, the tunnel itself is only about a mile. And then there's like all these other, like this underground station. Like it's not just one straight tunnel. Yeah. But it's pretty cool that it's, it's Open. coming, it's happening for real. And it's very cool that it's free. Yeah. And like, that it's the future. How does that make money? I don't know. Well, I think you have to have a Tesla. Got it. To get in it. 
Got it. I guess because the fumes, you know. The fumes and maybe like there's something on the cars that like click into the tunnel. I don't yeah. know. But I'm probably also thinking about this like in a not futuristic way. Oh, I actually think I saw on the TikTok like you might have to go on self-driving at a certain mile per hour um, for the tunnel. I think that's what I saw. Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's just another reason why we need to go to Vegas. Oh, 100%. I'm, I told you, did I say this on the podcast or the I Patreon? I think the Patreon. I'm thinking about maybe going to Vegas next weekend. I think you should. I think that you'll never regret going to Vegas. I think Vegas is always a good idea. Oh, okay. Shana Bador. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? It's some really amazing world news. It's the final story. And it's the final story brought to you, of course. I'll give you one guess. There's so many. No, there's literally. Is there only, only one. the one? Yeah. Okay, today's episode is brought to you by Bruch, the best electric toothbrush on the market and the official toothbrush of the toaster community. If you didn't know, now you know. Everyone has it. They've got one for their boyfriends, for their girlfriends, for their mothers, for their sisters, for their partners. And you got to get yourself a Bruch because, first of all, it is the best electric toothbrush on the market. It's the most stunning and the most affordable because a lot of electric toothbrushes can cost over $200, which is highway robbery. And the brush is much more affordable and it comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks. It has a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. They also offer a subscription program so you never forget to change your brush head again. Brush will ship you new replacement heads every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. The design is super sleek. The electric toothbrush has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design that comes in trend-driven seasonal colors, and it looks great on any bathroom counter. So get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use the promo code TOAST at Bruch.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at Bruch, B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Okay, fifth and final story, a little World Oceans Day news. A little W-O-D-N? Yeah. There is now a fifth ocean. Okay, what were the four? The four was Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean, Indian Ocean, and Arctic Ocean. Okay, like and what about the Mediterranean? That's a C. What about the Indian? Indian Ocean. ocean. Oh, oh, yes, that's what I said. Pacific, Atlantic, Indian. I feel like there's Indian. more than four. Pacific, I feel Atlantic, like there's more than Indian, four. Indian, Arctic, and now Southern Ocean. I don't care. But there's more oceans. There's okay. four? There were, and now there's five. On that world. cover the whole planet? Yeah, but they're also all connected, so it's really just one ocean. They're not all connected. Oh, the oceans are? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But, like, not all bodies of water. No, are, okay, no, okay. no. Yeah, no, like, some are land. I'm like, it's like, a lake. Like a lake. <laughs> and, like, yeah, like a pond. Yeah. Okay, okay. On World Oceans Day, National Geographic cartographers say the swift current circling Antarctica keeps the waters there distinct and worthy of their own name. Hmm. The Southern Ocean. In Antarctica? Yep. Surround that, here. Here's a little map. Is that the North? Um, the North Pole? Antarctica? No? Mm, it's on the bottom? It's in the bottom. Yeah. Okay. But it is a circle, so yeah. it's confusing. And take geography. But since National Geographic began making maps in 1915, it has recognized four oceans. The Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, and Arctic Oceans. Star Which do you prefer, Atlantic or Pacific? I mean, I'm clearly an Atlantic girly, but like you go to LA once and you're like, oh, the Pacific. Yeah, the Pacific gets the sunset. Like we get the sunrise and I've never seen it in my life. No, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the Pacific is superior, but they're also all connected. What is the ocean that's like in Turks and Caicos and like the Caribbean? Atlantic. It's stunning. It is stunning. I love like... Like the clear the waters. Virgin Island. Yeah, like the clear turquoise water. Where is that? That's in the Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean. And what yeah. about Fiji? What ocean's that? Pacific, I think. But I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure. It's the Battle of the Oceans. It's the Battle of the Oceans. And now starting on June 8th, World Oceans Day, National Geographic will recognize the Southern Ocean as the world's fifth ocean. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Honestly, I, I just learned that there were four. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for five. And I also, like, they are all one. So it was kind of silly that we even divided them into so four to begin with. Now let me ask you another question. What's the difference between a sea and an ocean? Like the Mediterranean's not an ocean? The Mediterranean is not an ocean. I'll, I'll pull up a map. No, no. Pull up a definition of what's the difference between an ocean and a sea. Okay. Sea is smaller. But still, like, is a sea connected to the oceans? The sea, I think... 
Hold on. I'm pulling up a map. And what are some other seas? Okay, so the Mediterranean Sea, as you can see right here, it does connect to the Atlantic Ocean. But then the Mediterranean Sea is really its own does entity. Does it connect to the Mediterranean Ocean from the Suez Canal? Oh, where is the Suez? No, I don't oh. think so. Okay. Got seas it. Are Typically, like, seas are partial. So like a harbor. And that's exactly what... No, a harbor is like where the ships come in. I just feel like we really don't need that many words for water. Like sea, know, harbor, so much, ocean, there's lake, so much water. river, stream, pond. Like They're so water. different. They're so different. Water. Also, the Mediterranean Sea connects to the Atlantic Ocean by the Strait of Gibraltar. Oh, the Strait of Gibraltar. Yeah, How could I, thought, I forget? I thought you needed to know that. And then the Mediterranean Sea also. One more mile to Gibraltar. The walls with grumble. Sorry. Um, One more what? I forget. So that's the ocean news. That's ocean news. And honestly, that's big fucking news. It is. That's like a new planet. That's like a, they have to reprint all the textbooks because the old ones, when you're learning about oceanography, yeah. not going to cut it anymore. No, not going to cut it. So I do think it's like a little extreme. I don't know. Yeah. Also, like if you're, what grade do you think you learned that there were four oceans? Second grade. No. Really? Okay. So let's say like the kids for the next few years when asked on the test, like how many oceans are there? They write four, which is like technically correct. Yeah. Do you think that they'll get the points? I think that they will. I think it's going to take a while for this to catch on. And also like National Geographic decided. They are, you know, a big institution, but like that's not like the World Oceans. the UN. It's not the World Oceans Committee. Totally. Not the walk. No. Okay. Um, let's talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for our TV recap segment. We finished up in Tahoe and we... We started in Tahoe and we ended in the divorce. So let's just take it from the beginning where Crystal and uh, Sutton just like keep missing each other. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to feel because I do feel like Crystal is justified in being very weirded out by Sutton. Because Sutton's weird. But I do think like she took it like a little far. Like not coming to dinner, being kind of rude on the boat when like even though Sutton was being so annoying with her facial roller like I did not think that was funny or cute no it was so dramatic and also just explain that you're using it so that you don't cry because you're coming off even crazier it's like this woman who needs like to want her face like and Sutton's not even that crazy she's just like really sensitive also so I appreciate like when Crystal and Sutton were talking like I really appreciate like that Crystal is just like a no-nonsense person like I'm like I'm not gonna be friends with a crazy person like I'm just not I'm not gonna pretend like it's normal Mm -hmm. blah 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 but like the thing about Sutton is that she's so harmless and she really is the weakest link that it's it seems like not a fair fight. But Crystal doesn't know that. No, no, I know. So I'm saying as a viewer, it's like not a fair fight. Like it's like Sutton is honestly irrelevant to this group. Like she doesn't set the tone. It's not like if you're not in with Sutton, you're not in with anyone. Yeah. Like Sutton's like on the fringe. No. So I look forward to Crystal bringing that no-nonsense energy into a fight with someone who where is it's worthy. Worth it. Where it's like this person is saying everything that we are all thinking and not letting this person get away with anything. Like I look, so I'm really excited that that is who Crystal is. I just felt like in that instance, it's like Sutton, it's like Lisa Rinna said, she's harmless. Yes. But I do think that, um, shit, what was I going to say? That Crystal, wait, I had a really good point to make. Give me four seconds. Okay. Okay. Crystal. Thank you. I really think, really appreciated that like all the women were like you know she's going through a hard time with her house and crystal's like moving out of a house moving out of like your mansion to another mansion is not a reason to like act crazy and i totally agreed with that like i think that whatever for whatever reason sutton was acting weird for the whole day and the next day she acknowledged that she was acting weird but she was like looking for a reason for it and i don't think it's moving houses i really don't no but i mean we don't really know a lot of sutton's backstory i think because her ex-husband doesn't let her talk about it so i would imagine that in moving her house it has to do with her divorce and i don't know if she, we don't even know if she has kids like what does that mean for her actual life i think it's more than the house and just like a life that she once had like anytime one of the women is going through a divorce and moving and downsizing or whatever it is like they're Shannon Madour syndrome like do you think she's downsizing no I I think that do you think it's a money thing no I don't think it's a money thing okay. I think it's a space thing like you had a full house yeah, and, now, and now you don't and so I think it's not just about like moving the house it's about a life that she had that her life is changing and like I think a lot of women on housewives go through that 100%. and they're always given a little space to be nuts yeah then maybe she just didn't explain herself well which I but think I don't think she can because we're we don't even know if she has kids like, yeah she's never spoken about her ex-husband but I think the other women know what goes on in Sutton's actual yes I life. think so too so they'll accept the house as a, an ex- explanation got it um and I really just think we should spend some time discussing Lisa Rinna 
Oh my God, this was not a good episode for Rinna. She came off so poorly. And I ha- and I said this at the very first episode, like this group has evolved so much and they've kind of elevated so much in terms of the people, their backgrounds, the storylines. And honestly, like Lisa Rinna and her lunacy, not cutting it anymore. I, I really feel like the show could go on without her. She's no longer the center of the group. For a while, like her crew with like Erica and Dorit, like they were the cool girl. Like it's not it anymore. I, I don't fully agree with you that like the new people who have come on have sort of like taken like made less space for Rinna. My thing about Rinna, it's like when she was in the pool doing the synchronized dancing, like she is addicted to attention. Like yeah. when no one would come in the pool with her and she's in there shouting Screaming. and like she just like wanted everyone to like come and watch Rinna swim and be crazy. And with like, the cameras. And the and the women were like, we're not get like getting in the pool sounds like the worst fucking idea ever. Of course, ever. they're all right. full hair and makeup. Right. It was so silly and it was just like, it was a really like sad moment. It was I a thought. losery moment. I and, and that coming off of the dinner where she was really held her feet to the fire. Not only that. And not the horrible, only that. horrible analogy that she made that makes no sense. And in the words of Garcelle, she should never share again. Okay. Trigger warning, sexual assault. Explain to me how this story about Harry Hamlin having drinks with his friends and then finding out after the man left the drinks he went on to commit a sex crime. How at all, and then Harry not wanting to visit him in prison, but all of the friends wanted to visit him. How at all that relates to a story about Lisa Rinna leading a ring of women to out Denise Richards as bisexual? No. Explain the parallels. I would love to know. It was so insane. There is no parallel. I, I'm a, like, is she trying to say that Harry's friend, like that the rape was is in this situation the same as Denise hooking up with Brandy? No. Okay, so then what she said was that she knows so much more information, so many secrets that she'll never share, which is such a cop-out, by the way, um, that make the story make sense, essentially. So are you saying Denise committed a crime? Like, what are you saying? What are you saying? And if you really can't share... Shut up. Yeah, and I just love Garcelle for not letting this go. I love that Garcelle won't let it go. I hope she continues to not let it go. I'm not over it. This is not an adequate explanation. And like Garcelle said, like you didn't have to be the ringleader of let's hold Denise accountable, especially as her best friend. You could have held Denise accountable. You didn't have to rally the troops. You're number like you don't have to be your best friend's number one enemy. Not to get back into the whole Denise thing of it all. Accountability for what? A decision she made in her personal life, she doesn't owe these women anything. Like, that's what's so crazy. Like, Denise 100% lied to all the women because it's none of their fucking business. And first of all, she's not ready to share that yet. So this this thing that, like, Denise needed to be held accountable, why? We all make decisions in our personal lives and we don't know anyone an explanation. If I'm going to go out and fuck someone, I'm going to go do that. And that literally, I don't have to answer to anyone but Ben. Rinna's answer to you would be that they're on a television show and their personal lives are the story. Didn't happen on the show. Just saying. I'm just, I, I think that there are some things that they don't have to bear all. I'm just so over Rena. Like, and I have been for a while, and this season's like really the nail in the coffin. Like, she's, I think, overcompensating. There's so many women now, and it's easy to get lost. Honestly, sometimes I'd like, I'm gonna see the group, I'm like, I don't even know who's missing. There's so many of them, and so many people stand out, and Lisa Rena's like truly fading to the background, and kind of Erica is too, except now, yes. this big bombshell. Erica is too, but she doesn't mind being in the background because she has no complex. She knows that she's a star. So yep. it's like, if I'm not getting the spotlight right now, that doesn't mean it I, always I, comes. It doesn't mean I don't shine. 100%. And then, of course, the episode ended with this bombshell. I thought it was actually really lovely that she gave them all a heads up. Yeah. Um, it's and just, they didn't find out in the press. It's just crazy that they were with her not two days before. Four days. Okay, four days before, where she obviously had everything in motion, ready to file. I think she intentionally filed on election day. Yeah, of course. To bury the story as much as no she could. No one was talking about it. It would have been a much bigger no, story. Were, I, it was, it was still, still big, but imagine if it wasn't yeah, like a only historic so much, election. There's only so much space it could have taken up on the news. Mm-hmm. So she knew everything was going to happen, and if we didn't know that that was happening, her behavior in Tahoe gave nothing away. Not a thing. But I did notice how, like, they aired a couple, like, random... Weird quotes. Quotes that Erica said that normally probably wouldn't have made the cut, but now in hindsight, of course, they look spooky. Yeah. That... You never that know Tom, what's going on. No, not even that. That Tom... Well, those interviews were filmed probably yes. after. But when she on said the on the boat to Carcel that Tom has, like, he is a lawyer through and through. He loves the, like, law and helping people. It's who he is. And it's like... No one uh, would have cared... No, yeah, before, no. Before. Yeah. About but that But now quote. it's like, 
Yeah. I thought it was a very good episode. Left, left lots to discuss. Yes, like, and I just want to say my favorite part of the episode that had my mouth watering was those cookies. <gasps> that chef. I got to meet her. I never wanted a cookie so badly in Homemade my life. donuts with frosting? They looked so amazing and, and delicious. And I love that everyone ate them. I love that everyone ate them. I hope they were so amazing. I'm so glad that we saw them. And I wonder if those were the cookies that Kim later saw and had a breakdown over that they were at the house in Tahoe. Oh my God, 100%, <laughs> first of all. Second of all, one last thing is I would love to get your thoughts because I didn't really know how to feel about that Sutton and Crystal conversation about the coat. They kind of tied the episode up at the end because I was like, what happened? We got a to be continued and then we never finished what happened. And apparently Sutton walked in on Crystal naked and instead of like leaving, she like went into the room, dropped the coat off and was like, I don't know what's going on in here. Yeah, it was really weird. And it's like, I'm having an issue with this Sutton and Crystal thing because in so many ways I relate to each of them. Like when Sutton was saying on the boat that she's really shy and so it's hard for her to like open up to people so it comes off sort of weird. Like I kind of can relate to that and also I can completely relate to Crystal. Like having your boundaries. If someone. The truckers for Crystal. Truckers for Crystal. If someone. Or or the truckers for Sutton. If someone who I was having weird tension with walked in on me naked. I didn't immediately leave. I would. And then said I don't know what you're doing in here. Even though what Sutton said Overall, there's nothing wrong with it, but if you t- if you just like view it through this lens of I'm so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I would be so uncomfortable. It would give me such a pit. So I completely understand why she was upset. I don't think that Sutton did something wrong. No, per Sutton's se, just a weird but girl. I understand why Crystal just like felt really put off by that and wanted to like get the fuck out after that. Yeah, and just and then didn't bring it up, and then realized how upset it had made her, and that it was like part of the weirdness. I totally got that. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that everyone would though. No, like honestly, if somebody walked in on me naked, like even if I was having a problem with them, like I would feel weird, but then I would get over it. Like I wouldn't. I don't think I would be thinking about it the next day. Oh, I'm I just like I'd, very free with my tits and stuff. I think I would know? be thinking about it for the rest of my life. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, there's a difference between walking in on someone naked and walking in on them in the toilet, and I think being walked in on the toilet is so much worse. Well, that's why you close the door to yeah. the bathroom. No, but like sometimes it just opens, you know, in a restaurant. I think I'd restaurant. rather someone walk in on me on the toilet. No, no, no. Unless I, I'm wearing a romper that I had to remove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we still have more show because Dear Toasters from yesterday, we postponed till today. We're going to do, and we have not one, not two, but three updates for you today. Some Beyond of them, the toast. Some of them are happy endings. Some of them have further questions, and we'll get into it. After today's sponsor, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know with me, I know what sometimes I struggle with self-doubt, anxiety. Yesterday was a high anxiety day for me. And I that's I've been having a high anxiety week as well. Yes. I, I think it's because we've had like a really productive week, which just like always puts more on our plate and like makes me feel very anxious. I totally agree. BetterHelp is here to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, where you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line and it is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in many areas. But BetterHelp is a service available for clients worldwide, where you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you do with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. If you've been through therapy, you know that sometimes it takes not one, not two, but maybe even three turns to find the right therapist for you Mm -hmm. and so they're very flexible um better help is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and they have financial aid available so many people have been using better help that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states so today's episode is sponsored by better help and if the morning toast listeners want to get involved you can get 10 percent off your first month at betterhelp.com slash toast that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash toast all right, let's dive into Dear Toasters. I'm the Aussie toaster who wrote in at the beginning of the quarantine with Do I Marry My Boyfriend for Visa Security and Love Dilemma? Well, I took your advice and we got married with just 10 of our closest friends back in May 2020. Now on to my next quandary. We always intended to have one big wedding to celebrate with our friends and family from across the country and Australia at a later date. But since, since COVID has gone on longer than anyone expected, it seems like this wouldn't be possible now until August 2023. Australia has really strict travel restrictions and there's no guarantee that Australians would be able to leave the country anytime soon. One big joint wedding seems like an impossible task. So my question is, should I go through the stress and torture of planning two separate weddings next year for each side, one in the USA and one in Australia? Australia. Australia. Oh man, I'm so Australian. 
Or should I just hold off, which would be three years after we actually got married, till I can have one big special event with both families and my three sisters by my side? Or option three, save your money, enjoy being married. Down the line, you'll have a celebration. I wouldn't... I I was going to say the same thing. Like... To delay, I mean, obviously you're married and you'll start living as married people, but the idea of having a wedding in two years or even in a year when like you're just thoroughly married and it is what it is, like I think if I were you, I would skip over it and I would put the money towards something else. I agree. And I know know that it seems like a really big deal now, but I just think this is something a lot of people are like kind of struggling with. It's like you postpone your wedding and by the time you're able to actually do it, it's two years later. You've already been married because you got like civilly married for whatever reason and then it's like you're gonna spend all this money two years later when your life has already started like put that money for like a down payment on a house or like a vacation I don't know I kind of feel like and of course this is like easy for me to say when I got to have a wedding with no sort of complications like that but I think if it were me and it was three years later I got married in 2020 and I couldn't celebrate till 2023 I would not plan two weddings I would not oh my god planning one wedding that idea is eh. Mm -hmm. if you want to wait till 2023 do it I think that's the better idea but also maybe think about if you can live without it and save your money and just start your life and like stop being pulled like tethered to this idea. Yeah, I agree. Because I also think that mentally like thinking that you have a wedding, your own wedding in two years, like you want to move forward with your mm-hmm. life, you know, and, and yes, things didn't go according to plan, but that's exciting too. But again, it is easier said than done. We did both get to, you know, have weddings untainted by COVID. So yes. That's what I would do, but of course, you never know if I was actually... If you were in this situation, what would you do? But that is what I think I would do. All right, here's our next update. Hi, Claudia and Jackie. Oh, sorry, Jackie and Claudia. I wanted to write in with an update for a while, but I've honestly been too embarrassed as the end result has even has been even more humiliating than my original story. So to refresh everyone's memory, I'm the girl who found her twin sister hooking up with my now ex-boyfriend last fall in a bathtub. After they hooked up, they actually started dating. Of course, I was disgusted by this, and it obviously caused a strain on my relationship with my sister. After many long discussions with her, I decided to just move on, as she seemed very in love with him, and at the end of the day, I do want my sister to be happy. Also, my sister has had a ton of boyfriends, and to be honest, I thought this would not last more than a few months, so I decided it wouldn't be worth my energy to keep fighting, especially over this disgusting guy. Well, my suspicions were actually wrong, because they got fucking engaged. So here's the next question at hand, and honestly, it feels cosmic that this special Dear Toaster segment is going on. Do I pull a speak now Taylor Swift wedding moment? It's it's in two weeks. My first logical thought is no, don't do that. But they have both put me through hell. Oh, and maybe this little factoid will help you make up my make up your mind. My ex-boyfriend texted me last week saying that he pretends that my sister is me. Okay. I told him he's gross and to lose my number for good, but the way I know he's not lying is even more disturbing because when we all stayed at my parents' house for Memorial Day weekend, I overheard him and my sister fighting about it, presumably because she looked at his texts. I don't know what I did to deserve these insane people in my life, but I'm lost at my next steps. Please help again. I was going to say, you have to run and tell your sister that he said that to you, but she knows. And honestly, you they have made their bed. Let them be miserable in it thinking about you together. Yes, But you should just, you think that she knows. You think that she saw his text and that she saw that one. You should tell her yourself. Make sure that she knows exactly. If you have any other anecdotes to share from when you guys were in a relationship or from the last year, share them then. Do not get up in the middle of the wedding. Oh my God. That's so dramatic. But definitely like pull her aside and in the kindest way, be like, I love you. Whatever you decide, I'm here for you. I will support this wedding. Always be my sister. I just need you to have all the facts and do with them what you will. I'm not telling you to do one way or the other. And just let like, I think... And unless she's like super crazy, um, hopefully she can, even if she decides. She's to, obviously crazy. Who walks up with their twin deci- sister's boyfriend? Even if she decides to still marry him, hopefully she'll be fine that like you guys had this honest conversation. Yeah. But also it seems like your relationship with your sister is about to change and it's not going to be like a really close relationship. Yeah, honestly. which sucks. And like, I'm always on the side of like, we've got to do anything to salvage a sisterly relationship. But like. The relationship was pretty much unsalvageable when your boyfriend cheated on you with your fucking twin sister and then they ended up getting engaged. Like, that's so deplorable. And also, like, yes, salvage a relationship with your sister, but it's a two-way street. And she doesn't really seem like an interested party. And so at a certain point, like, you don't want to just be a fool. No, this is the weirdest thing ever. No. I agree. Give her all the facts. Say, I'm not, like, telling you what to do. Just want to let you know that this happened before you get married. And then you could sleep at night knowing that, like, they're miserable and you did all you could to make it And it's not too late. 
It's not too late yet, but you only have two weeks, so. And up. you probably wrote this a week ago. Um, I do believe our final Dear Toasters has a happy ending, so let's find out. Finally. Hey, girls. First, thank you to Claudia. Oh, Taylor Strecker was on the podcast when this girl wrote in. So thank you to Claudia and Taylor for your great advice on my situation. Your words of encouragement truly helped me. A quick refresher. Earlier this year, I found out that my brother and my boyfriend of over four years had drunken sex one night during our family gathering. At the time, I decided to stay in my relationship and work through it. As time went on, things just became really awkward. We stopped having sex, barely spoke, and we no longer enjoyed each other's company. We basically became roommates. It goes without saying that we are no longer together, and I've been hearing things about him being spotted on dates with men. I'm happy that he's coming to terms with who he is after all these years, but I can't say that the experience has now traumatized me and made me look at myself differently. As for my brother, we haven't spoken much either. It's just super weird. I can't get past the visuals of them sneaking upstairs during my dad's 80th birthday party for an afternoon delight. He and I did talk about the situation a little bit since I wrote in, and his explanation was basically, we went upstairs to catch the tail end of the Celtics game, and one thing led to another. So weird, I know. I'm still processing that one. What was your advice to her? Um, Our advice was just like, of course your own feelings are valid, but there's like bigger things going on here, like your boyfriend obviously like struggling with his sexuality since he's never spoken to you about like being bisexual or anything and I don't remember if her brother was out but I don't think that he was either so it was just like it's it's sad that like this happened but there's also and Taylor really gave like um from her own personal experience a really more well-rounded like view because it's not really only about this girl even though her feelings are super valid just you want to be sensitive I understand um Good news is that I just got the cutest apartment, adopted a puppy, and I'm ready for a hot girl summer like no other. I feel like I have a new lease on life. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. As a side note, your show gives me something nice to look forward to every morning, and I couldn't be more grateful for that. Thank you again, and enjoy your summer. Oh my God, that must have been really, really hard for you to grapple with. But here's what. when We always try and look at the positive. First of all, let's be happy for someone that you used to love finding themselves. No matter what that means for you, they could have, you know, never found the courage to do that. So I think that's great. Two, I think you should be happy that, you know, this didn't happen later on in life when you guys maybe got married or maybe had kids and it was more complicated. You got to get out clean and smooth. You got a new apartment and a puppy. So I think there's a lot of benefits here. Now, of course, the thing with your brother sucks. Like, I I honestly, I don't know if I can give the proper advice but at the end of the day time heals all wounds yeah and one day you'll be in a happy relationship and he'll be in a happy relationship and you will forget that this ever happened yeah no sometimes things take time maybe longer than you would like but I'm sure you two will come back together yeah I am so happy for you and if you ever want to write into dear toasters either with an update or a quandary yourself dear toasters at gmail.com you never know a a-list celebrity might just read it on air with you you never know that's our show anything else you want to share No, that's it. I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow, which is Friday. It's going to be so fantastic. And I hope everyone has a great Thursday. Acknowledge the space that you're in. We're so close. And just get her done, you know? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Show. The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. That's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Have a good one.